Welcome to the Coming Clean Podcast, the truth about cleaning. My name is Alan Randolph, and I'm your host for this journey. This is episode five, a recap show. I realize that as we're moving through these episodes, there's a tremendous amount of great content. We're getting new listeners all the time. So I wanted to just kind of circle back and highlight the top three takeaways from each of the first four shows. I'm going to do this every fifth show just to help keep the narrative moving forward um, and to keep everybody kind of up to speed as we're moving through this, through this information about cleaning. If you want any more specific information about a topic, just go back and uh, listen to the original show. In episode one, the topic was cleaning versus killing. My guest was Mike Perazzo, VP of Business Development at Kybeck. The first key takeaway in episode one was the definitions between cleaning and killing or disinfecting. Cleaning is the removal of unwanted matter and its proper disposal. Disinfection is the use of an EPA-registered pesticide to kill all the organisms on a surface. So they're not the same thing. The second point was, you know, in my experience, what I see is a lot of organizations using a disinfectant to clean or said that different, cleaning with a disinfectant. The net effect of that is that neither task is being done properly. Disinfection requires four key factors to be successful. Proper mixing, proper application, getting the surface wet, proper dwell time as instructed on the, on the label, and fourth, proper pre-cleaning of the surface so that you don't have gross soils or a bioload that would inhibit disinfection. When you're trying to clean with a disinfectant, oftentimes we're only getting one of those right, which is proper mixing. As for cleaning, the third point, just ask yourself, where did the dirt go when we were done cleaning? Did we remove dirt or did we just move it? So then we moved on to episode two, and the topic was culture change in chaos. Our guest was Janine Perlstein, the founder of Alchemy Academy and an expert in culture change. The first key point out of this episode was that workplace cultures are going to form with or without your input or influence. The coronavirus pandemic and customer expectations are changing workplace cultures right now. Are you managing them effectively? Janine gives some tips on what to think about as, as that culture changes is happening. The second key takeaway is while there are several critical factors to effective and positive culture change, two really stand out. One, belief in the mission, and two, trust in leadership which that led us to kind of the third key point from episode two. To get belief in the mission, it takes effective and inclusive communication up and down the organization internally first before your external or outward communication. And second, trust from your employees requires them to feel empowered, valued, and respected. 
So are you directing changes or do you have a collaborative effort? Do your frontline cleaning workers feel empowered and valued? Are you sure? Have you asked them? Episode three, we talked about balancing new cleaning expectations with historical budgets. My guest was John Kelly, internal subject matter expert for janitorial at Jones Lang LaSalle JLL, which is a Fortune 200 property management company. The first point we talked about was the current coronavirus pandemic is changing cleaning expectations. That's just a fact. With that said, budget is always going to play a major role in decision making. What that means is scope of works are going to change. The second point was what are some of those changes? Um, John talked about day cleaning, cleaning when the building's being used, not just cleaning when it's convenient. We also talked about touch point cleaning will definitely take some money away from floor care, traditional floor care. Safe is more important than shiny. And the third key topic in episode three was efficiencies, cleaning and disinfecting efficiencies will be paramount in finding that balance between new expectations and budgetary realities. In episode four, we talked about cleaning validation with science. My guest was John Richter. He's an engineering department faculty at the University of Miami, Ohio, and a member of the Siri Scientific Advisory Board. John and I talked about first, we had a discussion about ATP, what it is, how to use it, and how it can play a vital role in cleaning validation. Prior studies have shown that we can't effectively clean with dirty claws and dirty mops. It's really about tolerance. Every cleaning tool can remove soil and has capacity to hold soil. But if the tool is out of tolerance, it will continue to spread or cross-contaminate, making surfaces even dirtier. So making sure that, we're, that our tools that we're using are not being filled to capacity and overfilled and then just shedding dirt. Second key point from John is cleaning is a process. As a mechanical engineer, he studies and improves processes for a living. And it's impossible to improve or even evaluate a process without measurement. We must start testing cleaning outcomes scientifically to improve cleaning processes. And the third and final key point was the ISSA Commercial Building Standard published in 2015 set a target for what good cleaning processes achieve. So we start testing, we improve our cleaning processes and meet the standard. We ramp up to get there, and once we've established that process, we begin to ramp down the testing and we manage the process, not the testing. That's how we implement sustainable process change and improvement in cleaning. So that's a little recap of the first four shows. I'm having a blast doing this. I hope you're enjoying the content. Look for us next week with new guests, new topics. Thanks for your support of the show. We're out.